Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Fall is the season of gathering that brings us together with warmth and color. So whether it's a birthday, anniversary, or a special event, celebrate your friends and family with a gorgeous bouquet of roses from 1800flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers makes it easy to brighten someone's day with 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99. To get 24 multicolored roses for just $39.99, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash audio. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash audio. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 203 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the 4EC. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. I'm back in the booth today with none other than Mo. What up, Mo? What's going on, Corey? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing well. And I'm happy to have you here, bro. You, you're continuing to show that versatility on the podcast. I know you've been on the show to talk Jackson State baseball in the past. Been on the show to talk Jackson State men's basketball. Of course, you're the super insider for men's basketball, so we had to have you come on for that. But now, I guess you're here to show everybody, you know, a little something, something about Jackson State women's basketball too, huh? Just trying to do what I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Right on time, man. As we head into November, that can only mean one thing basketball season is finally here been waiting for this women's team since that last game been waiting for the season to kick back off i know they're ready to get back to it some unfinished business but this team man hey i'm looking i'm looking forward to a big season if you think about uh the momentum that they're going to carry over into the season this team is picked to finish first in the swag in the preseason poll but that's no surprise no it shouldn't be at all um looking at the success of last year and you know just where tamika reed has this program headed to I mean, sky's the limit. She's meeting expectations. And exceeding she's expectations. Yeah, she's exceeding. I mean, <laughs> hey, what can we expect out of her? I mean, it's either 20-win season or bust. 20 or bust. Yes, sir. No pressure at all. I think no they can handle it. I think they can handle it. Some key returnees this season. I had my fingers crossed, Mo. You know, would these two players come back? They didn't have to. Uh, you know who we're talking about. The defending swack. Player of the year, Deja Rogan, defending swag, defensive player of the year, Misha Williams. They could have moved on. Of course, Amisha had some options to explore professional basketball, 
But man, to have them back on Lynch Street, I mean, that's just huge. Yes, yes, it, it's invaluable. Amisha Williams got a draft grade, Corey. Mm-hmm. It's, it's point blank period. She has a draft a, a draft grade. She's six four. I mean, I mean, what can you say? She is produced at the highest level, even when we play Power Five competition. I mean, she was always consistent. She was everything we need. But Rogan, man, big shot Rogan is what mm-hmm. I call him. He's probably the fastest player on the court. She played re- just relentless defense. She's the captain. She's our all everything. I'm glad to have her back. Yeah, definitely excited to have them both back. Not many. Not it's not often that a team returns, uh, you know, a conference player of the year. A lot of times, those players are seniors and they move on. Uh, it's rare that a team returns a defensive player of the year. So, I mean, we're lucky, we're fortunate to have them. And just going back to Misha and her draft grade, uh, draft stock, I think that it's a win-win situation. Definitely a win-win situation for the program to have her back. We welcome her back with open arms, but I think she can improve her draft stock as well by coming back and working on some things. I expect her to be drafted, Corey. Mm-hmm. I really expect her to be drafted. No doubt in my mind, she's going to be a draft pick. Mm-hmm. I believe she was one of the finalists for the Lisa Leslie Award mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, her name was in there. Definitely. So we we know what to expect from them. We know they're going to produce. Uh, let's talk about some key losses as well. Some players who from last season team that contributed. We won't uh, be fortunate enough to have them joining us this season. And I think when we talk about key losses, it starts with two people for me, Alexis Payton and Sherelle Jones. Alexis Payton was the team captain. She was definitely what, what we would call a glue guy. She kept that team together. She was a hopeful person. She played defense. She hit some key free throws down the stretch. Mm-hmm, she, was, mm-hmm. she was all everything. She she literally was like a utility person. Mm-hmm. She could play inside or outside. She could play on the wing. Anywhere Tamika Reed needed her, that's what Peyton was. And Sherelle Jones, she was very invaluable. She gave us great depth in that front court. She would get she got some great minutes anytime we needed to maybe put Amisha on the bench for a second right. just to protect her. She was that rim protector. She was that rebounder. And again, she was another hustler. She was going to hustle and she was going to play great defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two were interchangeable at that four spot. You know, one game you'd have Alexis starting and, and making, you know, making some plays, making a difference. And next game it'd be Sherelle Jones. And Sherelle, man, can you remember that SWAC championship game, the tournament championship game? Yes. She got it done for us. If, if it wasn't for Sherelle Jones in that game, man, the outcome could have been a little bit different. She was clutch. So uh, they will be missed. But, hey, you know, when you talk about a program like Coach Reed's program where she's trying to take the program, you know, you have you, – you're going to lose players every year, but you don't rebuild. You just reload. <laughs> and that's what they did. That's what they did. We have some key additions coming in on this team that I'm so excited to see. Let's start with Miss Deja Wooded, 6'3 junior. She started out at Jones CC. She went on to the University of Minnesota. She never suited up there, and uh, now she's found herself down here on Lynch Street. Deja is a walking highlight reel. You don't say that often when you're talking about women's basketball, but we're talking about a young lady that can dunk. Mm-hmm. She can flat out, and I'm not talking about barely putting it in there. No, she can she dunk can the basketball. <laughs> go up there and dunk the basketball. We're looking at watching women's basketball and a female is dunking the basketball at a SWAC basketball game. Man, that's unheard of. I, that just hit me, man. I hadn't even thought about it like that. I'd be interested <laughs> to know if that has ever happened. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that hasn't happened. 
I mean, you you don't even expect a dunk in the WNBA when you when you when there's a dunk, it makes all the highlights. It's on Sports Center, and it's it's just something that doesn't happen that often. So for it to happen in the swag potentially, yeah, I think that may be a first time. And and from what I'm hearing, the whispers that I hear, this is not a want a season or every mm-hmm. blue moon. This young lady does it in practice. Mm-hmm. Almost daily from what it's I on the scouting report. It's <laughs> on the scouting report that Deja Woodard can talk the basketball. Six foot three. Um she's from out of Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. I mean a, a place that we traditionally we recruit. Mm-hmm. In all sports. In all sports. Even even just student population. Mobile yeah. Is, yeah. is one of the places that we like to recruit. Definitely a lot of alumni over there. So, you know, hey, I'm totally excited about Deja Woodard. And it's more to a game than just dunking the basketball. Don't, don't That's right. Listen. That's she right. Play. She can flat out play. I mean, if you sign with the University of Minnesota, obviously you can play. She was Fab Five coming out of high school as well. So, uh, you know, she can get it done. Definitely looking forward to her. And we're talking about excitement. Well, this player is going to bring some excitement. She's dynamic. She's a 6'1 guard, junior guard, Maya Crump. She's coming out of the University of Houston. Mo, she led the team in points scored. She led the team in blocks. 6'1 guard. Led the team in blocks. She led the team in steals. She was second in assist. And that was a WNIT team. You know, Corey, there's a lot of people that, that look at transfers. Mm-hmm. And they go I know where you're going. I know where you're going. That they couldn't cut it. So they had to transfer. That's not the case with Maya Crump. Maya Crump is someone who has bought into what Coach Reed was trying to do and decided she wanted to be a part of it. She's different. Mm-hmm. 6'1 can truly play one through four. Mm-hmm. One through four and can flat out score at a high level. I won't be surprised if Maya Crump is our leading scorer. If she's not the leading scorer, I Ooh. guarantee she will probably be the second Ooh, man. on this basketball team. She's special. She can handle the rock. She can shoot it. And I expect her to play great defense. Well, we, we have some scoring options. I don't know if she's going to lead the team. I got to wait and see because we <laughs> we have some scoring option, options. So so I'm, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see. Definitely. Definitely. All right, man. We also have LaMiracle Sim. She's a 6'1 post player. Double-double at Jones Junior College, man. She had a 22-rebound game. I repeat, she had a 22-rebound game in Junior College. Then she went on to UAB as well. You know, um, Sherelle Jones will be missed. Uh-huh. 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 But I must say, I think Sims is going to take a little bit of that pressure off. Um, Absolutely. Seeing her on this roster is a little bit of a sigh of relief. A huge sigh of relief. You took the words out of my mouth. She is going to be someone to really watch. She's 6'1". She's coming out of Moss Point, Mississippi. That that Mississippi Coast area. um, Right up the road from Mobile, like the other young lady. Mm-hmm. Um, really look forward to seeing what she can bring to the table. And we really need that depth up in our front court. We really need that, that, that someone, we really need her to step up at the four. Now, definitely seeing what she's going to do. Definitely. All right. And keeping it in the post six foot five, man, junior center, Daphne White. She's out of Gulfport. Okay, she signed with Mississippi State out of high school, ended up going to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College instead. Then she transferred to the University of Houston. And she's a former five-star mo, five-star recruit out of high school. And I think this may be 
the first ever five-star recruit on the campus of Jackson State. Now, for my old heads, let me be clear. That's since there was a such thing as rating. So I know we had some football players back in the day that would probably would have been five stars. But since they had rating a rating system, which has been around probably, what, 20 years, maybe less for women's basketball, I think she may be the first five-star recruit on campus. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Daphne White is different. She's different. She's 6'5", and she's just different. I mean, that young lady, just the potential is all there. Can't nobody stop Daphne White, but Daphne White. You know. So how are you going to deal with an Amisha Williams, and then you got to deal with Daphne White as well? Because I would imagine that one of those young ladies will be in the game at all times. It's, it's not going to be fair. It's not going to be fair. Six five and women are equivalent to seven foot. Seven foot. Mm-hmm. And we, we said earlier, you got Deja Woodard that can jump out the gym. Mm-hmm. You got Amisha who you can't move. And you got Daphne White that's 6'5", and she got some long arms. Mm-hmm. A wingspan. And it's different. I mean, we are extremely blessed, and we are extremely talented. Talented To have those type of options, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not going to look at the rosters of other swag teams. I can tell you right now, they don't have what we have. Right. Right. So it's going to be different, and I really look forward to seeing what Coach Reed does with it. Mm-hmm. And, th- of course, those are the transfers, but if you look at the incoming freshmen, <laughs> same thing, man. Nothing but some ball is coming in. Every year Coach Reed does it, and, you know, we talked, we've we been talking about this incoming class for a while because a, a lot of these uh, young ladies committed pretty early, so we've known about them. Uh, but let's start with Aaliyah Mosley coming out of Madison Central, and she's one of the top players in the state throughout her career at Madison Central. Aaliyah Mosley. Coming out of Madison Central, she's a local girl. Um, I believe that she got hurt. Um, she was going to be a very highly rated recruit. I think she ended up being injured, but she since rebounded from that. And I really look forward to seeing what's to become of her. Mm-hmm. She's going to be one I'm really going to circle on this roster. And I really think she's a little bit of a sleeper. Yeah, really definitely. curious about her. Yeah. Agree. You also have Jaleah Hickman coming out of Newton. 21 points per game, so we know she can put the ball in the hole. You know, I knew about Jaleah a few years ago. Okay. Um, I actually knew her high school coach. Um, Perry Fletcher used to be mm-hmm. in Newton, and he told me about two of the girls that were on this roster that was coming up that he knew was special when they were in middle school. And one of them is Hickman. Mm-hmm. Hickman can score the basketball. And don't get it twisted because she went to Newton High School. She scored the basketball versus Meridian. She scored the basketball versus Brandon. It didn't matter who she was playing against. This young lady could score the basketball. She can flat out do it. And she's going to be very, very exciting to watch over the years at that three spot. Absolutely. And shout out to Perry Fletcher, Coach Fletcher, former Jack State basketball player as well. All right, Mo, next, Ariana Hunter, Louisville. Two-time dandy does it. Think about it. We're at Jackson State bringing in not only Dandy Dozens, because that's huge to get a Dandy Dozen to come to Jackson State, but this is a two-time Dandy Dozen at Jackson State. So she can really play basketball, in other words. Hunter is what I call a point guard. Mm-hmm. She is a two-point guard. She can handle the rock. When you go look at her highlights, she's slippery smooth. She's quick, and she can stop at the, at the, at the stop of a dime. She reminds me a lot of Rogan. 
reminds me a whole lot of Rogan. So I can really look forward to to see Hunter's development. I know she's young, but I promise you, Tiger fans, give this young lady a year. She's going to be something special to watch over the next few years. And Mo, she's not the only two-time Danny Dozen on this roster. Did you know that? No, we we got a couple of Danny's. (laughs) Got a couple. Collecting Danny's. (laughs) (laughs) Collecting. Coach Reed's not playing, man. Listen, Kennedy Ransom, I'm excited about her. Madison Central, another two-time Danny does it. Shout out to Coach Cousin as well. I definitely want to give her some props because she and Ransom, I have a relationship going back to the AAU circuit, so I know she probably played a, a huge role in helping getting Kennedy over to 1400 Lynch Street, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing her. When you look through Kennedy's highlights and when you do your research on Kennedy Ransom, there were a few times and there was a few periods where Kenny Ransom was one of the top recruits in the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. She she was that girl, and she's been that girl for a while. She's six foot two. She she was what I would call a stretch four. She's gonna rebound at a very high level. She is smooth. She's extremely athletic. She's gonna be another one. Coach Reed has her hands full. The development and the potential of these kids is gonna be something to really look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also Alexis Roberts. Uh, she's a young lady who's coming out of the Mississippi school for the deaf, man. An amazing, amazing story. I encourage everyone just to Google her name and just to kind of uh, learn a little bit more about her and her background. But, I mean, it's just it's just awesome to have her on the team. She's actually the National Deaf Intercholastic Athletic Association Division II Girls Basketball Player of the Year. So that's huge. She's an athlete. She averaged 17 points and nine rebounds a game. I love watching the way she blocks out. She can block out and she can go get that basketball at an extremely high level. She reminds me of a baby Barkley. She's strong. <laughs> she is so strong. Um, she actually came out of Newton High School as well. Okay. Um, I know she graduated from Mississippi School for the Deaf, but like I said earlier, Coach Fletcher told me about Alexis when she was in middle school. Okay. And he knew then that she was special. And now I see it. I see it. She is something to really watch and so easy to root for. You can't help but to root for a girl, a young lady like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And she can play. She can play. She can get it done. She can so, get it done. I, I look forward to it. And, you know, it's just a special story. It's a feel-good story. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. She can play. Man, this is a solid freshman class. And no surprise, this is what Coach Reed does. You know, she's done it. Uh, you know, she did it the previous year as well. We talk about the number of Danny Dozens, and this class is no different. Uh, we do have some attrition, though, from this class, some departures, uh, some young ladies who we expected to be on the team as freshmen. They won't be on the team, though, starting with Sequoia Allman. Of course, she's coming out of Memphis. She's one of the top players in the country, uh, ranked in top 70 on ESPN, four-star recruit. Uh, she's no longer with the program. She's at Laurel Marymount. And also Melody Timms, Mo, out of Choctaw Central. She's moved on to Jones Community College. So we won't have those two young ladies out of the freshman class. 
Uh, now, there were also sophomores who would have been on the team uh, who will not be on the team either. Uh, Shamaya Carruthers, who came out of Tupelo, she's a former Danny Dozen. She's moved on to Itawama CC. And Jasmine Edwards, she's out of Florida. Pretty sure everyone remembers her. Uh, she's moved on. She's come back to Florida. I say come back because I'm in Florida. She's back in Florida at Warner University. And also Legenesis Johnson, former Danny Dozen out of Choctaw County. She has moved on as well. So those young ladies won't be with the team, but we wish them well. I hate to see all of them go. Mm-hmm. I hate to see them go. Absolutely. And, you know, Mo, those aren't the only departures. We have a couple more departures. And, man, these, for me, these two, they were tough, man. They kind of hit close to home. I've been knowing these two people for a long time, just, you know, from them coming up in the metro area as basketball stars. And then they went on to, uh, of course, be assistant coaches at Jackson State. And I'm talking about Richard Bradley and Coach Juanita Ward, man. For me, again, tough to see them go. Uh, but they decided to move on to do some different things. And the show has to go on. I can believe it. Um, and just her spiritual walk. Mm. Um, God has called her to be a pastor. Absolutely. And I, I can't do nothing but support that. Absolutely. That's the road that she's on. She's done what she needs to do at Jackson State University, and I appreciate her service. Mm-hmm. Coach Bradley, basketball legend. Basketball legend. Flat out could play and I just thank God for his development of the players and, and just what he's done for Coach Reed and, and Jackson State as a whole. He's a great business owner, and mm-hmm. I wish him well. I wish him nothing but the best. And I will be supporting him when I get the opportunity. Of course. Got some good wings at Embark. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, man, I couldn't have said it better, man. Coach Ward, she, you know, for me, such a great, you know, we talked about her as being a pastor. She's just a great speaker, a great motivational speaker, and I know, uh, that's something that's going to be missed in that locker room. But also, she was a tremendous, tremendous recruiter, tremendous recruiter. And I always said, if I had a daughter and, and Coach Ward called me, called my daughter, came to our house to recruit, I'm going to listen just based on her basketball resume alone. You're talking about a, you know, a McDonald's All-American, a, went on to play professionally. You know, she was just an amazing player. So that's someone you would want your daughter to, to learn from. Uh, so to lose her, again, will be a big loss. But we wish her well. We totally, totally understand. And, again, Richard Bradley, what can we say? What can we say? He He's a person who will be missed for so many reasons, not only just his coaching acumen, his ability to develop players, but he's just a, a likable person that the players really became attached to. He's like that big brother slash father figure. Like, he could play both roles. And, uh, again, he's just a person that I know – Coach Reed, from a personal and a professional standpoint, both of them, I, I know she's going to miss them. But, hey, like I said, man, the show must go on. Just like when, you you know, you lose players, you have to bring in some new players. Coach Reed, I, one thing I'll give her credit for, she did a phenomenal job, given the circumstances, of hiring two new assistant coaches to come in their place. I'm talking about Coach Chase Campbell out of Wiley College. He's going to be working with the post players. And Coach Jonathan Williams, who was an assistant coach at Mississippi Gulf Coast as well. Yes, um, I, I think it's very interesting, with, um, particularly Chase Campbell, because he's actually coaching men's. He's coaching on the men's side. Um, Coach Reed has, has widely made it known that she actually likes to use boys for practice. Mm-hmm. So that, as far as the physicality that he's going to be able to teach those girls, 
is going to be invaluable. I love his experience. He's going to bring a lot to the table. Coach Williams, when it comes to development, I don't think she could have made a better hire. I think she hit a home run with him. And not surprising because it's Coach Reed. That's all she does. She hits home runs. She can't help it. She's <laughs> the very bonds of women's basketball. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, man. So let's get back to this team. We have we talked about Amisha and Deja uh, defending SWAC Player of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. Well, guess what? They're preseason SWAC Player of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year as well. But no surprise. We know they're going to lead the team. They're going to anchor the team. Uh, this team preseason number one. Yeah, no surprise. That's just what that's just what this team does. They they start number one and they finish no more. No doubt about it. And let's not forget about Kashana Lucky. Mm-hmm. Kashana Lucky, I, I believe that this is going to be her year to take a take a take a leap. Mm-hmm. Say a leap. Um, I, I really started to see her turn the corner last year. I'm really looking forward to it. I really look forward to seeing Lucky um, maturity. Oh, no doubt, man. You, you beat me to it. You know, I'm looking for her to take a leap. That's exactly what I was going to say. And the reason why I'm expecting this is because you saw improvement over the course of last season. If you look at her from the and she as a freshman, she did the same thing. You saw the improvement. But if you look at her sophomore year, started out turning the ball over probably a little bit more than Coach Reed would, would have liked. Well, you know, Coach doesn't want anybody to turn the ball over ever. <laughs> so, of course, it's more than what she would have liked. But she just became more comfortable. You saw the game start to slow down. And when we use the word swag, she's a person who you could just see her swag out there on the court. You could see the confidence. You could see that three ball. She started to to take that three ball with confidence. She started to knock it down. So to see her go into her junior year, I expect a huge leap. You're right, man. Versus Baylor in the last game that we played, she she began to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Like versus Baylor, after a while, you just saw like just her whole game just showcase. Mm-hmm. And it was it was against a power a legit power five opponent, and it was times where they just couldn't guard her. She showed us what she can do when she puts her head down and decides she's gonna go to the rim, and you're not gonna stop me. Mm-hmm. Sean Lucky did it. She did it. She did it. What about Jariah Covenant? I know she's a person you like as well. Jariah is a shooter. When I look at this roster, outside of Rogan, if we need a three pointer, Jariah's gonna shoot it. I mm-hmm. want the ball in her. If we're down by two game on the line, I want to ride to shoot the three. And she's not afraid to take it. She will pull up. She is slippery quick. She can handle the ball. She can guard. She is just just the perfect sixth man to me. But I wouldn't be surprised to see her start. She can shoot it. She can flat out shoot the basketball. Yeah, man, it's going to be tough to crack that starting lineup. But I don't mean that for her. I just mean for everybody. Because <laughs> this team is, is so deep, man. This team is loaded. You know, in the backcourt, uh, you know, I think Coach Reed is really – she's put together – each year her teams have gotten better, and that's typically what happens when a coach comes in. It takes a couple years, uh, several years for them to get their – you know, all of their recruits in. And this is going to be a team – I think this will, this will be her first team with its where the recruits are all hers. So this is really going to be – a coach read team, which is scary if you think about you know what she's had in the past. But I think this will be the first year where she'll have all, all her own players. So depth is going to be a key. We're going to be a deep team because another person I'm looking forward to, you talk about Kashana Luckett making that leap. Watch out for Teelan Bowler. You, you heard it here first, man. Freshman last year, you could just see the the potential. You could just see the her the game, the, her trying to catch up with the speed of the game, but she 
progressively got better. Coach Reed, you could see Coach Reed started to have more confidence in her. She would give her more playing time, put her in, in key situations, and you saw her started to develop a go-to move, a pull-up jumper. Versatile, I like her at the three. I'm pretty sure she can play the three and the four. So I, I expect to see a big leap from her. Bola got that fadeaway. Bola, Bola got a little Kobe in, of course. <laughs> she is great on that block. And that mid-range jumper that you mentioned is so smooth. She's five foot eleven, which in 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 women's basketball, you five eleven. If you're even if you're anything over five eight, you're it's like you're six four, six five. She's a mismatch on the wing. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. And you know, she's super athletic in that defense. She is gonna be a shutdown person for us. I look forward to watching her come off that bench and guarding whoever the other team's best player is. Wow. I mean, that, man, for her to, in a sophomore season, for you to give her that responsibility, that's, that says a lot. I say you. We don't know what Coach Reed's going to do, but Coach Mo gave her that responsibility of guarding her. <laughs> The other, the other team's best player. But, you know, you're talking about that height, man. One thing about that 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 size that we have this year, and Coach Reed has talked about it. She loves, you know, to have size. She loves to have big guards, six-feet guards. If you look at Amaya Crump, she's 6'1". You look at a, a Teelan Bowler who's right at six feet who can play on the perimeter. So and, and we're not even going to talk about the size in the post. That's just another reason why this is one that's going to be one of her best teams because of the, the depth, the versatility, and the size. Corey, I'm going to talk about it. We're looking at 6'2", 6'2", 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", 6'5", 6'4". Hey, man, there's some men's basketball teams out there, college, <laughs> that will be happy with that size, with They're that height. bigger than most Mississippi Junior College men's teams. <laughs> They're bigger than most Mississippi College, Mississippi Junior College men's teams. Mm-hmm. That's, how we, that's how big we are. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, you know, for Coach Reed, when it comes to recruiting, I think for me, last season, the previous seasons, I think the areas where I really wanted to see us improve and add some depth, some quality depth, was at the three and the four spot. And I think she's done. I know she's done that. If you look at a, a Miracle Sims who can come in, if you look at a Woodard who could come in and, and play in the post, and then on the perimeter, I mean, you can go with the three guard lineup. You can, you know, like you said, Meyer Crump can can play the three, have bowler. So, man, it's just a wealth of options. I don't envy Coach Reed in terms of, you know, this roster. And, you know, we talk about it on the football side with Coach Prime and how he's balancing all that talent. So I don't know if Coach Reed has had a talk with him and they're kind of brainstorming and rubbing some, getting some ideas of, of how you deal with all this talent. Good problem to have, though. She got a lot of flexibility. Like you like you mentioned, she can go to a three-guard lineup and start two six-five post players mm-hmm. in, in women's basketball. She can go to a three-guard lineup and start two six-five post players if she feels like it. Or she can go to a, a two-guard lineup and go three through five and still be over six-two. Mm. You know, that's the mm. type of flexibility – when you bring in um, players like Maya Crump, that makes your lineup extremely yeah, flexible. Definitely. You can go to a one guard lineup, you can start <laughs> Maya at the two. You can start someone like Bowler or Sims at the three, and then still be six five. Yeah, just just so many combinations, man. Man, that's got to be fun if you're a coach, man, just to play with those combinations. <laughs> it's it's got to be a lot of fun, man. So. 
Man, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. This team, you know, last season, 18 and six overall, which, you know, didn't quite hit the 20 win mark, but that was a COVID shortened season. I know you predicted 20. So if you think about it, they could have had 20 last season if it wasn't for the games canceled. So, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's probably an easy prediction, Mo. I think they're going <laughs> to nail that one. 14 and one in conference last season. And they got that 15th seed in the tournament, which was surprising because the SWAC teams, typically you can pencil them in at number 16. So for them to get the recognition and get that 15th seed, that says that the national eyes notice what they're doing. I'm looking at the schedule now. I see a couple of out-of-conference wins. I, I see a couple of them. So I'm really looking forward to it, and I look forward to Coach Reed raising the bar at Jackson State University. Raising the bar. That's, that's what she's doing. And if we take a look at their schedule, the first game, well, it's an exhibition. It's at Tougaloo, uh, November 5th. That'll kick things off. And then, man, they get a huge test early on the road, man. They got to travel South Beach. Got to play those Miami Hurricanes. So that'll be a big test on the ninth. Uh, they have to go to Ole Miss. They have to go to Texas. They have to go to Arkansas. They'll be in Starkville for the Mississippi State Classic in December. That's from the 18th through the 20th, and then conference play starts January 3rd at home, 5.30 p.m. And Tiger fans, we need you there in the building. Let's pack the AAC. We've talked about it all throughout football season, and we've done just that. Look at the attendance numbers, lead the nation again in attendance, leading FCS, and even having higher attendance than some of the Power 5 schools as well. So we know we got the fan base. So let's take that same energy, and let's pack the AAC. The women's team, they deserve it. They brought home the gold. They brought home the championship. So let's show them my love. Let's show them my support. Same for the men's team. Defending swag regular season champions. They're going to have a squad again this year. So let's get there. Let's pack this AAC. Let's show them all the love that we can. If you want to see a female dunk the basketball, if you want to see a future WNBA draft pick, this is the year to buy your tickets. This is the year to buy your tickets. Get your tickets. Let's support these young ladies. Let's get us another championship. Well said. Well said. And the link for season tickets is in the show notes. So just go to the show description on whatever platform you're listening and uh, you'll see a description below the show and you'll see a link to click on to if you need uh, to find out how to purchase those season tickets. So let's go out and support the Lady Tigers. Definitely looking for a huge season out of this team. And the future is bright going forward because, you know, we've talked about recruiting. Well, it's nonstop. It's year-round. Coach Reed, she doesn't let up. She doesn't take her foot off the gas. Staff's out there getting it done. Already a commitment from Haley Breland. She's one of the top seniors in the state of Mississippi. I've seen her as high as number two, but I think a consensus top five waiting on the updated rankings to come out. But a consensus top five guard. And, hey, man, she just, like I said, they don't rebuild. They just reload. I don't think we're done. I don't mm. think we're done. We're just looking at the high schools. Hey, traditionally, we've recruited Meridian well. We've recruited Choctaw Central well. We've recruited that, that Memphis, Olive Branch, Hernando area well. I mean, and don't even get me started on Brandon, Mississippi, and Vicksburg. So I think we, we can potentially pull a couple more of the top players in the state of Mississippi. Mm. And I think Coach Reed will. She oh, is definitely. Dandy Collector. <laughs> Danny Collective, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh man, that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, man. A shout out to the men's team as well. Uh Javius McKinnis, J Mac, picking right up where he left off. He is the preseason defensive player of the year. So 
looking forward to seeing what he does in his final season. He's a person who considered leaving the program, entered the transfer portal, but hey, man, there's no place like home. He's back at home for another season. Shout out to Tristan, Tristan Jarrett. He left the team to pursue professional basketball. He had another season, but he decided to to move on, and it's working out for him, man, because he was drafted in the – NBA G League draft. He was taken by the Toronto Raptors organization in the third round. And man, that team, if you if you do your research, there was a beat writer for Toronto who predicted this. Well, he didn't predict it. He when he was this was six months ago in April when he was looking at this upcoming draft, and he handpicked Tristan Jarrett out of Jackson State as a person who the Raptors should and probably would take if he was available. Talked about how he could fit in, what the team was losing, what they were bringing back, the style of play talking about how he would have a legitimate chance to be at the end of that bench and work even work his way into the rotation on the on the team the the Toronto Raptors not just their G League team so hey man he Tristan made the decision and uh, there's no looking back and he's well on his way he would be a good fit for for their um their organization so hey I wish him well wish him nothing but the best keep the always always all right and Mo, you want to tiger, you're always a tiger. And you're all you want on Tiger Talk, you're always on Tiger Talk. So <laughs> we appreciate you, man. And whenever you can grace us with your presence. Hey, no problem at all, Corey. I appreciate you for having me. Go Tigers. All right, man. I'll see you at the AAC. Yes, sir. And that'll do it for episode 203 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department, and it all starts with you, downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show, and tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.